Welcome to Aaron and Zay's Tonsorial Challenge. Yes, it's Memphis Wrestling and it's the hair versus hair match. Both gentlemen have grown their hair out a little for this match. Not a lot of hair on view, but that's going to be your main event. Wait, we'll wait for that for a minute. We start Dustin and Terence. Good combo that they are becoming these two. Dustin and Terence. And, um... We firstly got Brett. Every rose has its yeah. With um, with so a rolled up piece of paper. Now it's not a subscription to Muslim Fitness. I mean it might be, but it's not. It's for the hundredth show. Hundred shows of this rebooted, reconstituted, re-energized Memphis wrestling, which I think is also the Grind City Rumble episode. He wants to fight Mike Anthony. Whether Mike will sign the contract, we will find out later on. So first we've got the hot shots, and Ray Collins is a hot shot now, versus the posse. The posse of the tag team champs. This is a non-title match. The posse look really, they look really, I mean, they're pretty scary. Particularly Mr. Chris. Put some respect on that man's name. He's got a complete face paint cover. In fact, it covers the whole of his head. It's it's quite... It's good stuff, you know. You've got Ray being beaten on early on, because that's what he does. I don't know why... I don't know why Sifan, Justin Klein, decided that he would bring Ray Collins in. Has he not seen week after week of Memphis Wrestling when Ray tries and doesn't win? So he gets beat up early on by the posse. Brandon, his, his partner, has to save him. And then Simon throws both hot shots onto each other in the corner. Big dude. Then... Takes an age, but a good age, because he's really watching the crowd, to slam his partner, Mr. Chris, put some respect, yes, onto Ray for the pin. It was weird, because it was heel versus heel. But I didn't realise that until right towards the end. I thought, oh yeah, the crowd are a bit quiet. That's because they don't know who to who to cheer for. Unless you're trying to turn the hotshot's face. And that's not going to work, is it? Then the Hollywood clique are out, and they've got big news and a really good Jimmy Blaylock line, which is to Dustin, everybody makes mistakes. I mean, look at your hair. That's great. Dustin is really hurt by that, you can tell. And they're welcoming Adamus Vane. Call Adamus Vane to the clique. That's going to be something very big. Next, though, is the Knicks and DDT and DDT. Dirty Diana Taylor, or Dangerous Diana Taylor, whichever you'd like. Which is, um, it's kind of hijacked. But first of all, we've got Nick's um, hitting a nice power slam. Picks her up, off the top. Nice power slam. She's got some power, that Nick's. Nice snapmare from DDT. And then here comes Mackenzie, who's been lay, left laying in the back a few weeks ago. She attacks Jimmy Blaylock, first of all. Puts him down, actually. Then hits a spear on DDT. And it becomes her match, really. Nick's, who... I mean, I'd be pretty cheesed off if someone someone hijacked my match like that. But she spends most of the time trying to pull uh, Mackenzie back towards her rather than attack DDT. Yeah. Now, next, we've got Kei Tuma with his records in the back, featuring prominently an early Prince album. I can go for that. Sure enough tells us the Grind City Rumble is his. Now, we are going to have a Grind City Rumble match. 
sort of match, I know with a top rope match, but not before we have a, take a look back at Al Capone and Martin getting into it from last August. We don't need to see that really. There's a couple of lookbacks here that we don't need to see. You could have finished the show a couple of minutes early, really. Anyway, you've got um, Kay Toomer, Matt Williams, Kid Wrestling, Prince Gaston, LA Hustlers, Ben Bishop, Big Trouble, and there's a there's others I can't remember. Anyway, it's it's interesting. This is fun. There's a Toomer super kick early on, and Austin Lane. This is beautifully timed. It comes out just in time to see Kid Wrestling eliminate Matt. The smile on his face is wider than the Sargasso Sea. And then he hits a belly to back on him on the apron, which is lovely. Tuma and Bishop are the final two. Tuma hits an Inziguri, but Gaston's still in. Thought he'd been hiding. Yeah, he's thrown over the top rope onto everybody. Bishop's thrown over the top, skins the cat into a lovely DDT that's very nice. Then as he runs at Tuma, he's low bridged and he kind of has to wait a bit on the apron for Tuma to get himself together to kick him off. I mean, it's good entertainment, but you can see what's happening. But that's what happens in a rumble anyway. And Mike Anthony signed the contract, everybody. He's agreed to sign the contract. So intense. Love his work. Because as I've said before, on this year podcast, Steve Swiss Rambling Reviews, of course, and also on a, a, in an article um, for Lace Em Up, I've said that he's a combination of both things. You'll be seeing this article soon, I think. It's, uh, it's in the Wrestlers Who Caught My Eye in 2022. And he's a combination of both intensity and nastiness and, and beatings and cowardice, which I think is really hard to do, and he pulls it off so well. And I promised it at the start of this podcast, air versus hair. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It is hair versus hair. Somebody's hair won't be there. Somebody's fro has got to go. That sort of thing, you know. Yeah. I'm not sure you'll have a pompadour. That sort of thing. I'm just riffing with it. Hair versus hair match matches are notoriously difficult. And this one proved the same way. Match itself was fine, though. You've got early on Washington chasing just in case. I love that name. Just in case. Around the ring. Walking into Aaron Roberts, who smacks him into the um, into the ring post. There are some lovely moments in this uh, in this match, including the ref stopping Zay Washington from jumping onto Aaron on the outside. So Zay jumping completely over the ref onto yes, completely over the ref, over the ref onto Aaron anyway. Lovely super cutter from Zay Washington for a long two count, and then a buckle bomb from Aaron Roberts into an immediate powerbomb for another long two. He couldn't quite believe it. He even hit his version of the Vader bomb, the problem bomb, and there was a kick out from Zay again. Couldn't. He was incredulous. Then we've got Just In Case, Just In Case, getting involved, throwing the chain in. That chain should be smack bang in the middle of Zay Washington's face. But of course, it isn't. Because when Roberts goes to hit him with the chain, Zay picks up a spray can, a spray can, seemingly from nowhere, clocks him with it, gets the 450, there's the pin. Now, we have the shaving of the head. 
the shaving of the head, the wrestling of the match. And um, Roberts seems to sit in the chair. Yeah, all right, you got me. And I'm thinking, ooh, this doesn't sound ideal. He doesn't seem to be fighting at all. Of course, Zay Washington turns his back on just in case. You don't do that, do you? Even when you've got clippers in your hand. Gets a low blow. Of course he does. Then there's um, a urinagi on the... Uh, or a powerball, I suppose, really. Could be both. Didn't see how it started. From Roberts to Washington on the apron. And they're very quickly shaving his head. Well, actually, one thing that's really extraordinary is that a kid... And Dustown mentions it. There's a kid trying to get involved. He's trying to grab Aaron Roberts' hand to stop him doing the shaving. It doesn't really matter because the clippers don't work. Oh, no! So he asks for scissors. That's not really going to work either. We need something quick. But just in case, provide scissors. And uh, before that, by the way, Aaron Roberts obviously thought, I know, I'll just pull his hair out from the roots. Don't do that! Anyway, he gets the scissors and... um, it's a bit of cutting. No, really. No strutting, by the way. And you don't really see what's happened. It doesn't really do any damage to that hair. And that's how we finish. But I think it's great they've tried a hair versus hair match. I like that. And that leans into mid-80s Memphis and independent wrestling. Great. And this whole program. Great. It, it really sets things up for the 100th episode. And I love it. I love Memphis Wrestling. I think they've got a load of really good stuff. And even when it's not really good, it's very good. And that is the beginning of something special. And long may it continue. Ta-ta.